There's a term called quiet quitting. I'm gonna put my, my stuff down. I'm ready to talk about quiet quitting. Okay. That would drive me crazy. Would it? Yes. The times are really different, aren't they, now with quiet quitting? Have you heard of that? Yeah. How does uh, a small business deal with that? <laughs> I'm switching it on. I'm going to put, my, I'm gonna put my, my stuff down. I'm ready to talk about quiet quitting. Okay. So, you know, as entrepreneurs from a different era, for myself, I'm in this middle generation where it's, uh, you know, we have our family's background coming from East Africa here. It, there's so many chips that we have. And maybe, again, it's our own selves that we want to not fail. Just make it somewhat, whatever that means to somebody in life. You know, as a, it's a different breed. So this Gen Zs we're looking at and all these generations that are coming up, uh, there's a term called quiet quitting, meaning... And just for the audience, let's define, yes, yeah. let's define what quiet quitting is. So I work for you, Faisal. It's 5 p.m. I'm off shift. But Faisal, you called me and say, hey, Zach, uh, there's this client that just needs you to fax this in for them. Facts. <laughs> Email something to them. Can you do so? Sorry, Faisal. I'm off work. I'll deal with it tomorrow morning. Mm -hmm. Work-life balance. Mm -hmm. So you see both sides to it. Mm -hmm. But as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, that would drive me crazy. Would it? Yes. Okay. Let me give you an example. And this is not quite quitting, but this is an example of where we as entrepreneurs and business owners are taking our employees, our staff, our colleagues for granted. We expect them to work like us. That is true. And if you're... They don't own the business. They don't have equity. Why do we treat them that way? I have a problem with business owners on this one. I'll give you an example. Kristen's sitting right there. She has a couple days off during the week. I can come in and chat with you. I can have a conversation with you, Faisal, about this topic. And I said, we can deal with it when you get back. Super cool. What the hell are you yeah. doing? Now... My team is dedicated. They want to make sure, A, I don't screw up. B, I don't screw up. And C, that the things go on smooth. Okay? They're vested. I know that. They're the best. Right. Because of their passion, that's why they're here. Mm -hmm. But, but it's also vice versa. The energy. Exactly. Yeah. Zach, there's a big problem with business owners expecting people to work longer. Expecting people to do more for the same pay. And I have a problem with that. Do not expect employees to be your equal. If they put the same amount of effort as you do, they should might as well start their own they'll company. They'll start their own goddamn business themselves, and they should. True. Yeah. But if they're going to work with you, understand that they're working with you instead of for you. Yeah. Yeah, that's huge. They're an asset. Don't treat them like an in like a expense. Oh my god. I'm paying you. But see that you should do that's this. what's happening with in the marketing industry right where it's you know it's like oh i'm paying you well i'm not getting results or i'm paying you and i haven't got more customers in yeah so how does so why should they spend the money small business owners right so there, there's a struggle right now there's a shift and then the boomers are retiring so there's this whole collapse right now going on it's yeah. really interesting and when I you look at it where you're hearing hearing about quiet quitting when you're hearing about um it's harder to find uh quality employees part of that is the economy and I'll, I'll give that as, I don't want to say it's only one issue. Part of it is the economy. The other part of it is, this pandemic has made us realize what's most important to individuals. Boom. And if employers haven't figured that out yet, they don't deserve to be in business anymore. People will walk away. They have choices or the choice is to stay at home and I'm better off that way. I was talking to David Wallach about that. His office was open throughout the pandemic. Essential service, so let's put that in pers perspective. 
all of his staff came in. Wow. They had no problem coming in. That's culture. When you have members on your team that don't want to be around you, that's a you problem, not a them problem. I've seen a picture of this boss, you know, leading the way. And, uh, and then there's a boss and a leader. And the leader is actually pulling the rope with the, with the team, yeah. you know, and that's how it should be. It's like we're all moving together. We're all on it together. It's interesting, again, more and more what I hear about business owners and entrepreneurs as if how dare they want to leave at five o'clock on the dot. I'm, I'm, why would they not? Yeah. How dare they not put as many hours? They get paid for 37.5 hours. They should work for 40. Why are they taking so many breaks? Why are they going on lunch? What are we running here now? Well, we, the pandemic did show that, you know, the productivity that showed us. I mean, half the time you see those shows where the boss will walk by the office and then the employee will just go pretend they're on the keyboard. Oh, I'm busy. Yeah. You know, the work's already done. You're just sitting there. Let that person enjoy a quality of life. Go do things. This is a key thing, especially if you're hiring for individuals that are above minimum wage. Okay. Now, when you pay somebody above minimum wage, you're not paying only for their time. You're paying for their knowledge. No different than you and I. If a customer or client comes to you and you tell them your pricing and they go, shit, that's expensive. They do that to me all the time. That's 25 years of wisdom behind that price. And last year's price is not this year's price. Correct. There's wisdom behind that. I don't pay this team for an hourly rate. No. We pay for results. They know how to get the results. It's evidently clear. Right? They've nailed it. And so that's why I think it's important that when business owners are looking at their employees, you're not paying for the hour. You're paying for the wisdom. Because when shit goes wrong, it's happened here, Zach. When things go wrong, whenever we're doing a live podcast or webinar and everything's going crazy, I'm not the one that's fixing shit. No, because I'm actually getting out of the way. You guys handle this. Wisdom with my team. When they're trying to make sure that we can get every single one of our, our viewers online, in person, making sure it's recorded, making sure that we got it edited, posted it out. And that's just the content team. There's a whole service client service team that I have. They're the ones that are doing it. I don't pay for their hours at work. I pay for their wisdom. I pay for their knowledge. That's what we have to turn our minds to as business owners. You look at a, a coffee shop who's going to hire a bunch of people to pour coffee. They're not pouring coffee. No, you're right. That in the event that coffee machine doesn't work, they're going to fix it. Because you know what the person who just knows how to pour coffee does? All they'll do is go, I don't know, call the repairman. And they'll just sit back and wait and wait. And Sorry, no coffee. Mm-hmm. But if they know how to fix it, they know how to keep their customers going. They put a smile on their face. They keep that, they keep that engagement within that location. Those customers are coming back. No one wants to be known as the broken coffee shop. Nope. Wisdom. That's what we pay for. That's a wrap on this week's podcast. Thank you for listening. Make sure you follow me on social media at Faisal Carmelli and send me any thoughts or tips you have that you think our business community needs to hear. 